0: Hey, Abbott, what time is it? It's time for the Abbott and Costello show. We're on the air for ABC here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello show.
1: Costello Show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood tonight for your listening pleasure with Susan Miller and the music of Matty Malley. Hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. (laughs)
0: All right, all right, all right, Costello. What are you doing with that suitcase? Hey, I've been invited to Washington. You've been invited to Washington? Well, President Truman wants me to advise a plan for peace I'm going to move all the people in France to Germany All the people in Germany to Italy All the people in Italy to France And all the people in England to Italy Well, how will that make peace? Everybody will be so busy learning a new language They won't have time to fight <laughs> <clears throat>
2: Excuse me,
0: I'm going to walk right into the White House and say hi, Harry well, You call the President, Harry Oh, sure, I got something on him, Abbott One time he showed me a necktie that wasn't washable Costello, you, you haven't got the brains you were born with. That ain't my fault, Abbott. The
1: stock was a dirty crook. Oh,
2: be quiet. <laughs>
1: Before the boys get rolling into high gear, here's a fellow with a special message for you.
0: Costello, where have you been? I stopped at a department store to buy a shirt. They were having a big sale in the corset department. I got all mixed up in that crowd of women, and before I knew it, a sales girl was lacing a corset on me. Then some guy took my picture. What for? Congratulate me. I am now page 342 in Hopper's Bazaar. <laughs>
2: you're,
0: not, you're not very bright, are you, Costello? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to night school. And I've been doing pretty good, too, Abbott. I got 80 in spelling, 90 in arithmetic, and 105 in geography. Oh, uh, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait How could you get 105 in geography? I had a fever. Uh, f- <laughs> so you're going to night school, Lou, eh? Oh, I didn't, yes. I indeed. didn't know you were so studious. Oh, indeed I am. I study lots of stuff. Six months ago, I started a course in dancing from Martha Murray. And a course of muscle building with Charles Atlas. Uh, how are you doing? Not so good. After six lessons, I've got muscles like Arthur Mary, and I dance like Charles Atlas.
2: <laughs> Castella, you are the
0: world's champion. You are the world's champion idiot. Thanks, coach.
2: <laughs> I tell me like you
0: could never hold office, especially a public office. Your family has no backgrounds, I Don't told you. Oh, no. Know. Well, the Costello family is famous. My great-grandfather, Daniel Boone Costello Shot it out with standing bull You mean sitting bull Not after Grandpa shot him (laughs) Only one day, Grandpa came home unexpectedly And there was Grandma smooching with a famous general Custer? Yes, sir He called her every name he could think of (laughs) Costello, this is ridiculous You you can never (laughs) be elected to public office They only want prominent people Take, uh, Take Benjamin Franklin Oh, what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? He a natural, natural question. What ever, did he do? Answer it, please. I could have said, so what? Well, all right, so what? No, so what did he do? All right. Now, brother. give me the answer. All right, he did something spectacular. He discovered electricity. He was just lucky. What do you mean, lucky? He's out there one night flying his kite. He gets struck by lightning. Every week, he gets his picture in a Saturday evening post. Nah.
2: <laughs>
0: Are you sure we're reading this right? <laughs> Ah, listen, look Take my uncle, uh, Jack Abbott How do you think he got elected uh, as councilman? Did you say Jack Rabbit? No Jack 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 Abbott Abbott. Jack Abbott Oh, Jack Abbott That's my Uncle Jack You could have been Jack something else too. you No, 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 no (laughs) Look, uh, Lou, how do you think he got elected as councilman? I don't know He he... did something spectacular He invented a midget automobile It's cheap to operate Yeah On one quart of gasoline You can leave here at midnight And at three o'clock in the morning You're in Glendale well, there's only one thing wrong with that. What? Who wants to be in Glendale at 3 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> aspirin,
2: tablet, aspirin tablets, get your
0: aspirin tablet, too. Have an aspirin tablet. Uh, just a minute. There's nobody around here that got, that's got a headache. Uh, your program isn't over yet, tubby.
2: <laughs>
0: that's Abbott's nephew, folks. He used to be a window trimmer in a grocery store, but he quit. Why'd he quit? He wanted him to lay eggs in the window. <laughs> now he comes over here and lays them on the program every Wednesday night. What what have you got against Norman? Every morning, since I've been living with him, he tries to shove me in a bathtub to give me a bath. Oh, well, what's wrong with that? Lots of people put boys in bathtubs. Face down.
3: (laughs) Hello, boys. Hello, girl. Costello,
0: look who's here. It's Susan Miller. (laughs) You Susan, old sock, old kid, old thing Costello, that's no way to address Susan You sweet words Remember, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar You've got to use more honey on Susan
3: That's right, Costello You should use more honey on me
0: Susan, you can't have no fun with a sticky girl (laughs) Are you and Susan going out tonight, Lou? Oh, yes, I've got an evening all figured out Susan, we'll go for a drive in the country Then we'll park the car And do a little smooching Yes Then I'll drive you home We'll sit in front of your house And do some more smooching Then we'll go inside in the parlor Sit on the sofa Really do some smooching
3: Did you figure this all out by yourself?
0: Sure I did it to show up That General Marshall. He thinks she's got a plan? (laughs) (laughs) Costello that's no way To treat a girl like Susan Why don't you cut that out And propose to her?
3: Yes And remember, Costello Successful proposals Are made in heaven
0: Yes And running out of gas In Griffith Park Don't hurt either
3: (laughs) I'm a <laughs> devil tonight, ain't I? <laughs> you? you certainly look cute tonight, Costello. <laughs> Thank you, Mother. <laughs> he you looks know,
0: cute. <laughs> Why?
3: You know, Costello, I've always wanted to ask you where you got that nice, curly hair. Oh, well, my
0: hair wasn't always curly, Susan. You see, up to the time I was 11 years old, my hair was perfectly straight. And what happened? One night, my father took me to a burlesque show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, how could that make your hair curly?
0: Well, there was a girl there that wore a lot of live pigeons as a costume
3: The pigeons were all she wore?
0: Yes What did that have to do with making your hair curly? In the middle of her act, I threw a handful of birdseed on the stage
3: (laughs) Well, Costello, I'll be expecting you at my house tonight for dinner We'll have rabbit surprise.
0: What, again? Couldn't we have something else?
3: Well, what's wrong with rabbit surprise?
0: Last time, the part you gave me wasn't surprise. It was bewildered.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> so long, fatso.
4: Uh,
0: <laughs> you know, I don't like to eat at Susan's house anymore, rabbit. Last Sunday, she fed me a mess of little neck clams, and brother, was I sick. Well, maybe the clams weren't good. How do they look when you open them? Uh, you to open them? I... <laughs> Uh, well, it's my dear little wife My Betty, don't you look sharp? Take it easy, Abbott You know looks are deceiving
4: <laughs> I just bought a new hat How do I look?
0: Well, if you were ten years younger yes? You'd look like Tom Brenneman
4: <laughs> Well, I'll admit I'm not as young as I used to be but a pretty face and a lovely figure are sometimes a stumbling block to a girl.
0: Don't worry, kid. You've got nothing to stumble over. <laughs> Castella, how dare you insult my wife! She may be a little plump, but I like him that way.
4: Oh, thanks, Bud dear, but I'm not too fat.
0: Oh, no. When you were passing Howard Hughes' plane factory the other day, I heard one of the flying boats say to the other there's the one that can't get off the ground that I was telling you about. <laughs> Never mind him, Betty. Uh, look, darling, did you find the diamond ring-, ring you lost on the corner of
4: Sunset and Vine? No, buddy. I looked all over the street, but I couldn't find it.
0: Did you uh, look good in the gutter? Even in the gutter, she wouldn't look good. I... <laughs> oh.
4: Come, Stella, you won't talk to me like that after I star in my next show. You're going on the stage? Certainly.
0: Betty is rehearsing her dance now. It's
4: quite a novelty. <laughs> oh, I don't use bubbles and I don't use pans. I use nothing but the wings of a bee.
0: Must be the wings of a B 29 <laughs> Quiet, Costello. Tell me, dear, how are you coming with the rehearsals of the show?
4: Oh, just fine. You know, there's one scene in that show that takes place in 1775. Oh, tell us I'm more. sitting by the window yes? with my hair up in curlers and cold cream on my face. Paul Revere rides up to warn me that the British are coming. Then I pull up the shade, and he sees me.
0: Then he turns around and rides back to warn the British.
4: (laughs) Costello, I don't want you to miss the show, because near the end, I do my famous imitation of an Australian orc. Oh, Oh, how do you do that? Why, I'll be glad to teach it to you, Costello. Now, here's the way you do the Australian orc. Just put your neck between my two hands. Like this? That's it. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh honey. Oh, honey, you certainly took him for a romp that time. Oh,
4: buddy dear, you always take him for a romp. Oh, but this time you <laughs> took him for a romp. Oh, you're always taking him for a romp.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard from an old pair of
4: rompers. <laughs> Well. Well, so long grubworm. Well, why do you call me grubworm? Well, it's the first time I ever saw live bait so far inland.
0: <laughs> Costello, you got to you've got to be more careful what you say to my wife. She's a very influential woman. She knows all the big people in this town. So what? I know the biggest people in the country. I know President Truman, I know Tom Dewey, I know Henry Wallace.
3: Costello It's a long distance call for you It's Henry Wallace on the phone
0: I'll take it Hello, Hank
3: <laughs> What's that?
0: Well, the best thing to do is to sneak up on him Yeah, but you gotta be very, very careful Make sure they don't see you And when the time is right, you strike Good night What did Wallace want? Political information? No, he just wanted to know how to give Taft the hot foot <laughs> Cablegram for Lou Costello. Cablegram for Lou Costello. I'm Lou Costello, Pop. Oh, so you're Lou Costello, eh? Yes. Uh, do you listen to me on the air? Yep. I was telling my wife the other night. I said, honey, take Lou Costello as another Miss Hush. Just a minute. Miss Hush is off the air and will never be heard again. Ah, you catch on fast, don't you, Bob? <laughs> take the cablegram, Costello, and give the old man a tip. Nope, can't take no tips. But if you don't mind... Just turn me around. Give me a little push so I can run up and jump on my bicycle. Okay, here you go. (laughs) Well, now, how do you like that? I miss it every time. Well, don't stay in there, Costello Open the telegram and see what it says Okay See who it's from Okay, okay Well, what do you know? It's from Paris, France From my uncle Pierre Varello Varello? You never told me that you had an uncle in France Oh, sure He's been there since the war ended He married one of them French chateaus (laughs) Now, never mind that But read the the cable game Come on Okay Dear Louis As you probably heard, we're having trouble in France with the Franks. The situation is getting worse, and I would like you to come to Paris immediately. Both I and the French people would like very much, and we would be very grateful to you if you could help us with the problem we are having with the Franks. Your loving uncle, Pierre Varello. Hey, this is wonderful, Casello. It's your chance, it's your chance to become a great diplomat. Just think of it, Abbott. You and me in Paris. We've got to get to Paris, France right away. Gee, I haven't been to Paris since the war. How well I remember it. All through the war, I was in the French underground. How did you ever get in the French underground? Somebody pushed me into a sewer.
2: <laughs>
0: Come on, Abbott, we're off to France. Madame Mademoiselle, mamma, tears and Paul.
1: Well, they deserve a breather after that one, so let's take a minute right about now to listen to this. It's Susan Miller, singing star of the Abbott and Costello Show with Matty Malnick and his orchestra. She offers Manana tonight. <laughs>
2: The
3: faucet, she is dripping, and the fence, she's falling down. My pocket needs some money, so I can't go into town. My brother isn't working, and my sister doesn't care. The car, she needs a motor, so I can't go anywhere. Manana, manana, manana is soon enough for me. My mother's always working, she is working very hard But every time she calls me, I am sleeping in the yard My mother says I'm lazy, and maybe she is right I'll go to work manana, but I gotta sleep tonight Manana, manana, manana is soon enough for me the window she is broken and the rain is coming in if someone doesn't fix it i'll be soaking to my skin but if we wait a day or two, the rain may go away and we don't need a window on such a sunny day manana Mañana is
2: soon
3: enough for me. Mañana. Mañana. Mañana is soon enough for me. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Watch your hurry. Mañana is soon enough for me.
0: Gee, Abbott, I can hardly wait to get to France and help my Uncle Pierre Varello. He must be a big man to be in charge of all the French money. Uh, What did your Uncle Pierre do before he went to France? Well, he had a very important job in Patterson. He was official municipal representative in charge of emptying uh, refuse receptacles and conveying decadent debris from the domiciles of the municipality to the city incinerator. You mean he was a garbage man? Isn't it funny I can ever think of that word?
2: (laughs) Well, never mind
0: that, Casella. We're going to... France. We're going to France just at the right time. Ah, uh, what is more romantic than Paris in the spring? Riffith Park, and you can pick your own season. <laughs>
2: Gee,
0: I can't wait. I really can't wait to meet some of those beautiful French girls. Ah, yes. I'd like to meet the French beauties, too. I'd, let me, I'd like to meet them because they're intellectual. They're refined. They're cultured. Why do you want to meet them? Same as you, but I won't lie about it.
2: <laughs>
0: have you ever been out with a French girl? Oh sure, once I took one driving in my car. It was raining and she was kissing me. First she kissed me on one cheek, then she kissed me on the other cheek. Then she kissed me on one cheek, then she kissed me on the other cheek. She must have liked you. No, her nose was caught in the windshield wiper. <laughs> You know, the French girl's like a lot of attention. Did you buy her a present? Yes, I bought her a pair of nylon stockings and she let me put them on. She did? But I don't look good in nylon stockings. What was this French girl's name? Her name was Eiffel Tower. (laughs) Eiffel Tower? Yes. The Eiffel Tower is a tall, skinny thing that's 75 years old and is practically falling apart. That's her. (laughs) Yeah, well, no, no, no. Just talk sense. While we're in France we should buy some french perfume yes susan miller had some french perfume on last night abbott it's called giraffe and is that stuff powerful one sniff and you want a long neck <laughs>
2: you know, I,
0: I can't understand why pierre wants you to go to france to help with finance you know nothing about money or business oh is that so well for your information i saved universal international studios fifty thousand dollars on their last picture oh well in one scene they had 500 girls dressed in long skirts I made them get into bathing suits. Did the picture show a profit? Among other things, yes. (laughs) uh, Just just how do you propose to help the French people with their money problem?
2: Oh, You can't
0: stop inflation. I think I know how to do it, Abbott. How? I'll take all the money out of the banks and put it in the horse barns. Why? To stabilize it. (laughs) Costello, you are very, very close to an idiot. Excuse me, Abbott. I didn't mean to crowd you. I.
2: <laughs>
0: no, you know, you know nothing about finance. Now take me. I have the head of a financial wizard. And when that wizard finds out what you've done with it, he'll sue you for every cent you've got. <laughs> Costello, you tax my intelligence. If there's a tax on intelligence, you're entitled to a refund. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but we, we, we got to help Uncle Pierre. All right, come on. We'll go to the airport right now and take a plane to Paris. Well, Costello, here we are in Paris. Think of it. You and I are probably the only two people in France that came from Los Angeles.
2: Hey, why don't you look where you're going?
0: Abbott, that's three of us from Los Angeles. <laughs> Costello, before we look up your Uncle Pierre, let's get a bite to eat. Well, there's a little cafe that says English-spoken. Let's go in. Abbott, I don't like the looks of this place. Look at that chef in the kitchen, mashing potatoes. What's wrong with that? Lots of chefs mash potatoes. With their heads? With their
2: <laughs>
1: Ah, bonjour, monsieur. You must be a stranger in Paris, huh? Eh? How did you know? I have never seen anything stranger in Paris. <laughs> Pardon, monsieur, I am the head waiter. What would you like, huh? I'd like
0: to have a date with that beautiful little red-headed waitress. Ah, but monsieur, she's a silly girl. She is not all there. There's enough of her there to have a date with. (laughs) (laughs) Enough of this nonsense. Waiter, we're hungry. Could you suggest a good French dish? A French dish, but certainement. How about some poisson avec pomme de terre et bouillabaisse Marseillais garnished with sauté mounier à la Lafayette? What is that in English?
1: Gefilte fish.
2: (laughs) How did
1: you ever get to be a waiter? Oh, my father always thought I would be a waiter My mother, she thought
0: I would be a bum Well, you please them both You're a bum waiter
2: <laughs> Since uh,
0: the waiter here speaks both French and English Maybe he could teach you to speak French Well, I don't need nobody to teach me any French I'll bet I speak more French than he does Oh,
1: you can, eh? Uh, vous parlez français, monsieur? Oui, oui Oh, mon ami, voulez-vous promener sur les Trois-de-Paris? Oui, oui Oh, pardonnez moi s'il vous plaît, là, comprenez-vous, je ne sais Oui,
0: oui. Oh, chercher la femme. bas toujours le mot toujours. Oui, oui. Go ahead, keep it up. I'll bet you run out of words before I do.
2: <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Oui, oui. Wait a minute, you, faker. You, don't, you don't, You don't even know what the man said. Oh, uh, pardon. Allow me to explain some simple French. You do not know what I'm saying, so you say I do not know. In French, je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas? What does that mean? I don't know. How do you like that? He's gonna teach me French, and he don't know the meaning of je ne sais pas. He knows the meaning. All right. What does it mean? I don't know. See that? He don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: you dummy, it's not, uh, not he don't know. I don't know. This is worse than I suspected. Neither one of them knows, and they're both trying to teach me French. Be quiet, Costello, and <laughs> listen. The waiter knows what he's talking about. Well, okay. I'll prove to you that he don't know what he's talking about. Waiter, what is the meaning of Jenny Chippard? I don't know. I rest my case.
2: <laughs>
0: Dog sense. Waiter... We'll order now. We'll start with a salad. Oh, voila. The salad, give it is. Well, if you don't mind, I'll make my own dressing. Now, first a pinch of salt, then a pinch of pepper, then a pinch of cheese, then a... Oh! Wrong pinch.
4: <laughs> Mademoiselle,
0: may I apologize for my friend? Oh. I take it that uh, you are an entertainer here in this cafe?
4: Oui, oui. I am Mimi. I do the can-can. Goody, goody.
2: <laughs>
4: I am also the hostess. I welcome you to Paris. And you, mon petit chouchou, I'm going to take you in my arms.
1: Wee wee. And now, um,
4: now I squeeze you. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> and now I kiss you.
2: Wow, wow! <laughs>
4: and now, you, monsieur, voulez-vous danser avec moi?
0: Oh, I, uh, I really don't know how.
4: Oh, il it is very facile.
0: But I don't know how.
4: Oh, uh, je suis tellement heureuse de vous voir de rencontrer quelqu'un d'aussi charmant
2: que vous, will you, chérie?
0: I don't know how. What's she saying, Abbott? Maybe I know how. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: the floor show it is starting. Mademoiselle et Monsieur, The Café Art Triomphe presents the famous French stars of Paris,
0: Gaston et Marcel, in the original comedy routine. <applaudissements> ah, Gaston, avez-vous un baseball team? Mm-hmm. Mais certainement! Qui est sur la first base? <laughs> non, non, non! Qui est sur la first base? Qui est sur la second
2: base? Je
0: ne sais pas! Je he's on third base! <laughs> <laughs> How do you like that, I Those Frenchmen are dead. How'd they get our
4: routines? Washington is learning everything to France. <laughs>
0: Come on, Costello. That's the third one we hit tonight. We're going to find your Uncle Pierre.
2: Ah.
4: Uh. My loving nephew Louis, so good of you to come. We've been having so much trouble here in
0: France with the Franks. Well, uncle, your worries are over. Abbott and I will save France. We have brought you a case full of books on finance. Books? Didn't you bring any mustard? Mustard? What has mustard got to do with the French money? What French money? I am having trouble with the Franks, the Frank I'm running a hot dog stand. A hot, a hot dog
2: stand?
1: Stick around, the boys aren't quite through with you yet. They'll be back after a final thought on this subject. Here are Abbott and Costello with the final word.
0: Folks, the contest we are running on our Saturday morning Abbott and Costello Kids Show now has a jackpot of over $29,000. Get in on this contest, folks. We believe it is the biggest contest ever, and for the greatest cause. Purpose is to combat juvenile delinquency. And by entering, you can win a $5,000 mink coat, a $5,000 airplane, a $3,000 trailer, a live baby elephant, thousands of dollars worth of diamonds, and loads of other big prizes totaling over $29,000. Listen Saturday morning over most of these stations. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody. (laughs)
1: and each Wednesday night at this time for another great Abbott and Costello show produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Charles Vanda and featuring Susan Miller and Maddie Malnick's orchestra. This is Michael Roy saying goodbye until this same time next Wednesday. Be sure to stay tuned for the outstanding entertainment which follows throughout the evening on this ABC station. <laughs>